beautiful people and welcome back to another episode on the Excel Beyond Excellence podcast. I'm your girl Abby and I'm so glad you could join me today. Um, today we have two wonderful guests here with me and we're going to be talking about our experiences um, going to uni and our finances at university. So <laughs> I know that this is a most frequently asked topic um where people ask me all the time I should do an episode about going to uni about money in uni and things like that and I've been a bit hesitant because I just feel like university is just a personal experience everyone's finances is different because the amount that people get is different and all of that but I've realized that it's not spoken about much so you know you start your journey in life and you know if you have a side job or a part-time job you'll be doing that and you'll be getting money um and you just spend on the things that you desire or if you're like someone like myself who didn't have a part-time job and you you went to uni at 18 and all of a sudden student finance graces your account with big big money and you're just like wow my god (laughs) I can finally live the life. Um, But no one tells you how to save your money, how to spend your money and even invest possibly. Um, All of a sudden you have all types of direct debits. Um, If you're living in uni halls, obviously it's all counted as one and they just take, you know, your rent or yeah, your rent in like a large sum and the rest you have to fend for yourself Um, And there's so many mad stories I've heard at being in university. So this episode I know is due to be interesting (laughs) um, because I know these my guests will be showing and telling you what they went through and what they're going through (laughs) and how we can overcome, you know, so sit back and relax. Before we go into it, though, I want my guests to introduce themselves. So who wants to grace us first? Okay. Um, yeah, that's me. So, okay, my name is Prince, and I currently study at the University of Birmingham. I take maths and computer science, and oh yeah, that's me. Oh wow. Okay, maths and computer science. That's some yes. heavy, heavy. Very heavy. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine <laughs> that's heavy. <laughs> Thank you for joining today, Prince. Um, and my second guest. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I'm Michelle. Um, I am, in simple terms, the data analyst. I'm not going to go into detail specifics because I'll lose you all very quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I studied economics at an undergrad, um, pure economics at the University of Essex, and that included a placement year. So what that means is that I took a year out. So instead of it being a three-year course, it was actually four years. So I spent one year working. Um, and that was paid for, obviously, because, you know, nobody's working for free yeah. in this economy. It's too tight. Um, and then after graduating, I went straight to do my master's and I did it at LSE in economics and management. And that's me in summary. Wow. Wow. You, you guys were doing big, 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 big topics <laughs> and big, big courses. But, um, wow. 
Wow. But thank you so much for joining me today. Well, for those listening that not sure what I did, where I'm coming from, um, my name is Abigail, as you should already know. <laughs> and I studied accounting and finance at university, and I currently work in finance as a trainee accountant. So, yeah, that's us. So we all went to uni, um, and Prince is currently at university. Now, I want both of you guys to share like your fondest memory at uni it doesn't have to be finance related but it can be but what's one thing that like sticks out to you when we think talk university <laughs> i would say realizing that i don't actually know everything okay <laughs> like, yeah. um and not not in terms of my course but the real real life the basics of adulting i.e how to manage your finances it's a completely different world from the bubble of managing your finances at university because you're either paying your rent Mm. your tuition fees or your groceries like there's no um life insurance policy (laughs) etc so (laughs) it just taught me that i don't actually know everything and i've got to sort my life out quickly but um yeah, uni was a blast. So enjoyment was at one thousand. Can't lie to you. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Prince? Um, I'd say in terms of things I'm learning from uni, yeah, I'd say mainly time management because these deadlines come thick and fast sometimes. Like especially in computer science, like these men, like what's it called? Semester started this week, and already in week three, I've got three assignments due. So it's like, where has these assignments come from? Wow. You know, so time management is quite hefty. And obviously, I balance that with playing sports teams and stuff. Like, I play American football now. So, yeah, I'd say in terms of things that I've learned most from university, I'd say definitely, like, balancing time. Mm, I liked how you said balancing time. So, how how do you now balance time? Is it something you're still trying to figure out? Because, like you said, you play sports, which I believe is demanding. And your course is definitely demanding. So, how do you balance all of that? Um, I'd say it takes a lot of planning. That's why I'd say I'd say once you create like a good routine for yourself, like a good schedule, you kind of manage your time a lot better than if you were just like going off vibes and just trying to get everything done in it. So I think once you're able to really look at like how much time you have and really break it down into the things you need to do and when you can get them done, mm. I think it helps. That's what I'd say. Like obviously I'm still learning. Like we all, we're all still learning, but. Yeah, I think I'm I'm doing it a lot better now than I like was like in the past. That's yeah. what I'd say. I, I get you because like even at, when I was at uni, like you see these people. Obviously, I'm also part of those people, but it, like you only started getting serious <laughs> towards exam season or when yeah. assignments are due. That's when everyone's ghosting and you know cracking their brains. <laughs> but outside of that, people are living their best life and just That's like true. going out. Well, me, I was just going to church to be honest. But you know, there's people that are just going out living Amen. their best life. <laughs> Prince, what are you telling me? <laughs> ain't about that life (laughs) (laughs) yeah like just people not managing their time until it's time to crack down and plan like and prepare for exams and it's like it's better you build those disciplines you know as the year goes otherwise coming 
exam season mate you yeah. finished that's true <laughs> we finished okay so like in terms of um money management now how were we all with our finances at uni yikes that's that's the word to use yikes (laughs) (laughs) um i definitely say i had zero manage money management skills um it was like I'm not going to lie to you, it was just vibes, no budget. Um, <laughs> the budget was there for the rent, yeah, because I knew I had to have some sort of roof over me. But everything else was freestyle. And I'd say it was really bad in first year just because I had a part-time job before, but I was it wasn't that much in comparison to how much you get from student finance. Mm. And I had a nice grant, okay. So, girl, I was in Zara. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the latest trainers, weaves that I don't even know where they are, that hair, what happened to it. Um, it was really terrible. Um, and that's just because I didn't have someone else to ask, look, how did you manage your finances? What did you do to make your money stretch that extra month? Because obviously, you know, student finance mm-hmm. is not on a monthly term basis. Yeah. <laughs> Once you finish it, you're finished for that term. So I'd say it was terrible in that sense, but in second and third year, I think I got myself together just because, A, you kind of know what your bills are looking like, what your outgoings are looking like, so you can manage that a bit better. So um, there was there was light towards mm. the, the middle and the end of the years. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's so interesting because for me, I know I've shared it on the podcast before, but when I was in uni... My first year, I was so tight, but I think I was so tight in terms of tight with my money. Like I was holding on to my money because <laughs> I knew that there was no plan B. Like there was no, no bank no. of mum and dad. Like my mum made it clear, like you're on your mm. own, my G. <laughs> so <laughs> I was not spending a penny because I was scared. Like what if I miss my rent? Like what if I can't buy food? You know, just the essentials, like I wasn't spending that much, but I know that I had friends and people around me that were just spending anyhow. So I was like, wow, they must have Bank of Mum and Dad, boy. Because <laughs> if they yeah, were some my people do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's true. Some people do because, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I also saw, saw those, especially, you know, those international students. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my true. goodness <laughs> what was trending <laughs> back then like Harachis, um <laughs> all those Nike air shoes and you're just thinking wait are we getting the same student finance honestly <laughs> that is true if you follow them you'll be dry <laughs> <laughs> what was it like for you for Prince, your money management you know what I think for me personally like, I'm, I'm not even saying it just because I'm like on your podcast isn't it? but like pre-uni I'd heard you speak about finance a lot and like, especially like uni finance. Like I remember I came to one of your events, I think it was at like Fun Factory, the Marsh, Marsh Farmhouse yeah, or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, House. And it's like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. so been I, an OG. Yeah, you see? <laughs> so now, yeah, so, so I've actually heard you speak about it quite a lot. So obviously like pre-uni, I'd, I'd already had it in my mind that mm. I was going to have to like plan how much I'm spending like, don't don't see the full amount that you're gonna get for SFE and say, oh no, nah, let me spend it all now. Mm. Like actually plan and like break it up into chunks and really decide what you're gonna spend on 
what so like just to make sure it lasts the full term in it yeah. so yeah so I'd say in terms of money management I've actually been quite good like from the beginning like I'm not really the type of person to waste money anyway mm. but it's like like having that speech or like those uh, series of conversations before about finance it's really helped a lot that's what I'd say yeah good and I'm so happy you said that because I even forgot about that event but um, it goes to show like the reason why I do what I do because I never had that like what Michelle said earlier like there was no one to tell us like okay when you go to uni this is how you should apportion your money remember that the money you get for the term is supposed to last you for the term not just the first week yeah. like do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like no one was there to tell us that and so that's why like platforms like this we want to have this kind of conversations um so that we can share ideas and you know tips to help people like you know become better stewards of their finances so do you feel like at uni you felt the pressure to spend or do you understand why people feel the pressure to spend so much um i think for me like i've never Obviously, I like the finer things. Everyone likes the finer things. Mm. But for me, I've never really felt too much pressure to have them. Like, I've never been known as that guy that has drip. So I never really, <laughs> like, have the pressure to maintain that status. Like, mm. I've never had the status anyway. See, so, now nah, for me, um, nah, I don't really feel too much pressure to spend money. Like, even when it comes to, like, going to events and drinking and stuff, like, I don't drink anyway. So, nah, like. I don't really feel too much pressure. I wish I see people who do like have a lot of pressure on them to continue to spend money and just live a certain type of lifestyle. But for me, nah. Yeah. So why why do you think me. that they have that pressure though? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it comes to reputation, isn't it? Like everyone wants to be liked, mm. and, and let's say you think that people like you for your dress sense, or people like you for the things that you do, like the type of lifestyle you live. They always just want to continue to live that lifestyle, whether they can or can't. So it's like. Yeah, it's just that's what I'd say. Like, mm. just to keep a certain reputation about themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Cause like people wanna mm. keep up the reputation with the latest trends as well. Yeah, drip master this, drip master that. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Michelle, what do you think? I definitely think I like what Prince is saying. It there's a big element of reputation because. I don't know about you, but at Essex, right, we had, um, there was this lecture theatre where the, to get into the lecture, you have to pass the front of, like, where the lecturer would stand, oh, which means everybody who's sitting in oh from, like, the top <laughs> row to the bottom, everybody's going to see you come in. You cannot slide in or come in low-key. We're all going to see your dead crap. <laughs> your head's not on point your knee belt is looking raggedy everybody's going to see it so I think a large part of it was down to reputation to making sure that people kind of rate you and respect you based on like your outer outfit styles trends fashions and as well not wanting to miss out that culture of not wanting yeah, to miss no. out I think that's where I can admit myself though plenty of times where I found myself out and I was thinking girl yeah. <laughs> you don't need to be spending this money but I really could be having enjoyment with my age mates and um yeah I think it's that fear of FOMO that FOMO element and reputation and also just I guess 
because we're young, we know that we don't have responsibilities. Obviously, it's different for everybody else. Like some people go to university, actually have children, have a family. So it's it's not the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. But for us younger people who are single, um, have zero responsibilities, you know, can get a little bit of change here and there from the bank of mum and dads. We knew that we could just get away with frivolous rent spends. Yeah. <laughs> and those frivolous spends at times were just, you know, when you look back at the things in your wardrobe and you're thinking, why, why did I buy that? Yeah. Where am I ever gonna wear that again? Yeah. <laughs> Especially as an adult, like, yeah, um, a rainbow-colored windrush bomber jacket will look sick, but when you're now working in the corporate world, you're not going to wear that jacket every day. <laughs> so you can sell it on Depop, but the amount you paid versus the amount you're yeah, going to get true, back, yeah. you're just thinking, oh, what was I thinking? So, yeah. Yeah, I hear that, you know, because there's some things in our wardrobe that were like, what was I thinking when I purchased You know, them? I don't it's know good. if you remember those colour block heels. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to wear that? Mate. I used to, yeah, I used to own a pair. What what was the point? (laughs) But I think, yeah, at that time, obviously I'm not saying if you're going uni, be bummy and stuff, but the risk of like falling into trends is that a few months sometimes or a few years Mm -hmm. down the line, those items are irrelevant. Like you don't even want to be caught wearing those things anymore. (laughs) Like not even to the corner shop. You're not wearing that. So so I think it's a thing that we need to be mindful with. And I like the point that you mentioned that we know that we have a safety net at the end of the day. Like we know debt collectors are not coming for us. We have, you know, bank of mom and dad that we can fall on mm-hmm. should, you know, a need arise. Um, we know that w- if worst comes to worst, Indomie is there. <laughs> Literally. Oh my gosh. When I went to uni, I actually took a whole box of Indomie because I had heard so many hey, horror standards. stories. To be honest, just now I was thinking about buying one, don't Oh my God. <laughs> standards because yeah times get tough like that yeah literally literally um but yeah like indomie was um a very important item can i say item and part of it no part of your diet yeah it's it's honestly part of the uni starter kit i think you know you know on twitter they were doing uni starter kits and indomie indomie definitely has to be part because I had so many horror stories like, oh, you're going to be poor, like you have nothing to eat and stuff like that. Now, hold that thought, guys. Sorry to cut you right abrupt whilst the conversation was just getting started. But I want you to know that we are coming back for part two. So please stay tuned and remember to excel beyond excellence.